0: your girl Sada Star coming to you with another episode of A Day in the Life of the Apple Woman, the official podcast of the Easy Breezy Life Community. If you joined us last week, I took a little bit of time to talk about learning how to build healthy boundaries in friendships Learning how to have more than one friend and understanding that after a certain age, we really have to create a certain level of boundary and distance in our adult female and male relationships and really our relationships with everyone, be that family, friends, colleagues, so on and so forth. So today, I want to talk about something that might get in the way of our friendships. Um, Something that I struggled with for a really long time and didn't have a name for it. I just knew that people would kind of make comments uh, on my ability to kind of critique people, places, or things, and didn't realize where it was coming from uh, or what it was born out of. And so I'm hoping that by sharing a little bit about my story about wrestling with a critical spirit, um, that I can help someone out there, probably another alpha woman, who is doing the same. So we're gonna start with a little story. Let us imagine that we are all on a beach having a wonderful, wonderful time. Close your eyes. Feel the waves. Feel the shade from the palm trees. Imagine you holding your mimosa in your right hand. And then I want you to listen into that one friend who's seated on the left making a comment about every little thing that is wrong with the beach. That person is a buzzkill. That person is the friend that can find anything wrong with a picture-perfect scene. A lot of times, people with a critical spirit don't realize that they're actually wrestling with one. So I remember being in college and going out with one of my cool guy friends at the time. And you know I would generally just think that I was making comments, right? So I would notice something about a tree and I'd make a comment. I'd notice something about a movie, about a car, I'd make a comment. And one time this friend turned around to me and said, oh my goodness, Asada, can you just stop? complaining. Shut up. I'm tired of hearing you talk. And I was caught off guard. I'm like, what's the issue? He's like, you complain about everything. You look at the rocks and you say the rocks are too dry. You look at the tree and the tree is too bright. The leaves are too green. Every little thing doesn't need to be commented on. And at the time, my point of view was that I was just keeping it real right? And so even with my college roommates, they would prep me before we had guests over and be like, Asada, somebody's coming over and we don't want you to make an offensive comment. And I'd be like, offensive? I'm not offensive. Nothing I do is offensive. And show enough, 10 seconds into a conversation, somebody would get offended. Now, a lot of times people with a critical spirit can confuse that with keeping it 100. And I have to say that I enjoy honesty just as much as the good the next person. And that really I think because I'm still working on myself in this area, it's hard to understand like why it's a big deal to be honest. But I get it. There are levels to this. Everyone is coming from a different background. People are coming from different upbringings and um, origins of families. And some families are not like mine where folks are brutally honest. And so when you're walking out of an upbringing that I had where we kind of just tell each other how we feel, regardless of whether or not it's the right thing to do, you think that the rest of the world operates on that same wavelength. And so when people start responding negatively to it, you don't really know Why? You're thinking that they're rejecting you, but really it's something that you're doing. It's a behavior that people are finding offensive. The truth is, as alpha woman, we are made a little bit differently, right? And so I like to say that the alpha woman has great grace and wisdom. That means that no matter how much we watered this message down, no matter how many milk and cookies we give people, something about the way we come off will always be uncomfortable to most people. And that's because I like to think that alpha women sometimes um, have this personality like Deborah in the Bible. Now, Deborah in the Bible is in the book of Judges was an army general. She was like a prophetess, but that lady was tough. She helped lead the Israelites into battle. Now, a woman who is an army general probably isn't the most soft-spoken. A woman who is an army general probably doesn't fit the bill of people or women in her time. Could you imagine in a time when, in a location where patriarchy was good and well, a woman being trusted to lead a whole army into battle and to get the victory? That tells me that Deborah, whether or not the Bible says it, was a special kind of woman. And I like to think that I may have some traits that mirror Deborah, right? We might all have traits of different women in the Bible, but definitely to be a Deborah, you're gonna have to be a little rough around the edges. Now, the critical spirit is not to be confused with being tough and being able to endure difficult things. While I think we have to have a certain level of grit and endurance, it becomes an issue when that ability to point out errors, the ability to walk in a room and say, this is how this room can be made more excellent, starts to be used indiscriminately. Now, full disclosure, I remember in the beginning of my marriage, my husband kind of getting to a point where he just said to me like, you know what? I can't deal with you anymore. I don't feel like I can be myself. You critique everything about me. You got something to say about the way I dress, the way I eat, the way I walk, the way I talk, my perfume, the cologne, the haircut. It was too much. And he felt like I was always on him. It was always about fix this, fix that, do this one thing. And the truth of the matter is when you have a critical spirit, you become very difficult to please. One of the ways that you know you have a critical spirit if you're trying to assess yourself is it's never quite good enough. It could always be better. The truth of the matter is every circumstance, every person, every place, every environment can always be better, but it may not always be necessary to comment. And if we feel the need as women or as a person to correct, to address every little thing that's wrong with an environment one, we're going to be stressed out. The people around us are going to be annoyed and they're not going to want to hang out with us. And people, and and, and we might m- think that the reason why people don't want to be around us is because we're so excellent. We want things done a certain way, but it's really not that. It's because you're annoying, sis. It's really not that. It's because the critical spirit is coming off as complaining. So what are some key ways that you can tell if you are struggling with a key or a critical spirit? Number one, gossip. Huge, huge, huge one. Gossip is very interesting because it's like a group of friends coming together and their time together, rather than being spent on valuing the company of one another, is spent talking about other people. Now, I have a friend who mentioned um, being a part of a group and every time she gathered with this group, they would simply go through social media and spend their time talking about different women on social media. What kind of no-goal-having friend group has time to go through other people's social media pages and actually gossip about them? Now, that was kind of outrageous to me because, I don't know, maybe I'm really self-centered. But when I go on social media, I'm primarily looking for, A, um, what's the traffic looking like on my post? Two, what about my friends? What are they up to? And when I'm done, I'm done. And maybe I might look for an inspirational quote or something, but I definitely don't have time to go and critique other people's photos, comments, and posts. I don't know. Maybe it's tunnel vision. Maybe it's being goal-oriented. But if you and your friend group, or you find yourself constantly gossiping about situations, people, things, issues you can't solve or don't actually concern you, you got to worry that maybe, maybe just maybe you're wrestling with a critical spirit. Two. Judging situations with only limited information. Now, I have been guilty of this, right? So I have this bias with women that when a person comes up to me and they tell me a story and it sounds like they might have been there might have been an injustice towards them, I automatically believe them. It is the little social worker in me that wants to help the underdog. And every time I feel like there's an underdog, that's whose side I'm on. But the truth of the matter is that if you can come to a whole conclusion about a person or about circumstances without hearing the full story, being present, or understanding all aspects of the context in which something took place based on just limited information, then you're probably struggling and wrestling with a critical spirit. The third key, slandering Others, making derogatory comments. Oh, I didn't like that. I felt like it should have been this way. I remember once being a part of a media department and being in the back room and having one of my colleagues, as people were singing, as people were going through worship, literally make a comment about every single person. It was ridiculous. I wanted to escape I even remember saying that like I couldn't be in um, the media department anymore because of this individual. I mean, like, how is it possible that every person that comes on you have something negative to say about them and you think you're just keeping it real? No, it's a problem. Slander. Whether you think that slander is true or not, slanderous comments about others is a sign of a critical spirit. Complaining. Last big one, complaining. Murmuring, as the Bible calls it. I don't want to do that. Why are they like this? Why didn't they pick me? Why didn't they pick that person? Why is it always them? Wine and cheese all day long. Nobody likes to hang out with a complainer unless they're also a complainer. So take a moment, think about, do you gossip? Do you judge situations with limited information? Can you be slanderous? And do you complain unnecessarily? Take a break, reflect, and we'll be right back with a message from our sponsors. All right, we're back. And today we are talking about a critical spirit. Right before the break, I gave four examples and four ways for you to know that you have a critical spirit. And those were, one, gossip. Two, judging others. Three, being slanderous. And four, complaining. No solutions. No solution-driven complaints. Just complaining. You see a problem, fix that bad boy. Now... The challenge with the critical spirit is that we really can't get rid of it until we learn or figure out where the internal voice came from that caused us to be critical. For example, it is not uncommon for individuals with a critical spirit to have grown up in a household where no matter what you did or what grades you got, the feedback was always, but you can do better. For example... I was a high-achieving student, but occasionally I might get a B plus or a B in math. My father, coming from a West African um, background, would most likely give the feedback of, oh, you got all A's except for this B plus? Next time I want to see all A's. There was never any acknowledgement of, wow, thank you for doing your personal best. It was constantly a reflection and a focus on the fact that we had not reached perfection. And so for my father, perfection was the standard. And so naturally for me over time, perfection became the standard. So if it wasn't a 4.0, we didn't do the work. Now, the good part of that is that it makes you a high achieving student. The bad part about that is that if you ever fail at anything in life, you now automatically think that you are a failure. And how many of us know that failure is an occurrence. It's not a destination and it definitely is not an identity. But a critical spirit can sometimes come upon us if our parents are constantly pushing us to be the best, to be better, to be number one, to be top ranking. It it feeds our internal mind of that. If I'm not number one, if I'm not getting the attention, if I'm not the one who's top ranked, then I'm losing. Then the other person is the one who is winning. So now the only way you make yourself feel better is by critiquing the other person who seemingly seems seems to have it more together or to be more successful or to be winning at something that you are not winning at. You got to check the internal messages and voices that came into your head because of parent, Guardian or some influential loved one from your formative years that taught you that a critical spirit was the way to achieve excellence. Perfectionism is not, and will never be, excellence. Excellence is an attitude. Excellence is a spirit. Excellence refers to the kind of energy you bring to a situation. Perfection, however, is impossible. And when you are operating under critical spirit, not only are you critical of others, but you're your own worst critic. And so anytime you try something and you fail at it, you are afraid to try at that same thing again, just because you are now afraid of failure and are criticizing yourself. People with critical spirits not only put others down, but they put themselves down behind closed doors. They talk bad about their own skin tone, their own looks, their own hair. Everything about themselves is a critique. I remember being a young girl and, you know, back then being dark skin wasn't cool. And that was a little cool. Thank you, Lupita for, and Viola Davis for putting us in style. But I remember the critical voice of aunts and uncles kind of permeating in my mind that, you know, um, that I should be bleaching my skin as a young girl. And lo and behold, I would go to school and get all these black jokes. So then all of a sudden, being black um, was made to seem like it was something negative. Now, luckily in my case, I never really felt the need to like bleach my skin, right? But it did create this narrative wherein I walked in a room, I would automatically think that people were talking about my complexion. And guess what happened? That mindset attracted. It attracted that vibe. It attracted those attacks and made me more critical of others in a way of being, uh, of defending myself without even realizing that I was perpetuating the behavior over and over again. Now, when I finally got to a place, I want to say my second year in college, where I was like, you know what? I like my skin. I'm going to like who I am and I'm going to be who I am. And whoever doesn't like it can go to the left the messaging all around me started to change. I don't know if I just stopped hearing it. People may still make comments about complexion, but I just don't hear it at all. And when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm genuinely in love with what I'm seeing on the other side, good, bad, or indifferent, right? Regardless of how others feel about that. So until we can defeat the self-defeating messages and criticisms and videos and tapes that are playing in our mind, We absolutely cannot project confidence um, or give grace or show mercy to other people. Because as we are our own worst critic, we can only love others the way that we love ourselves. So the first tip or my biggest tip in defeating a critical spirit is learning how to really appreciate and love yourself. Love and appreciate yourself for the things you suck at. Love and appreciate yourself for the things you're gifted at and come easy. Love, appreciate, and acknowledge yourself for gifts that just ain't yours. And you will find that it's more liberating to acknowledge what your limitations are, to let others know what your limitations are, than to try to be everything to everybody and to be perfect all the time. It becomes a prison. That's a trend. This is the second time I mentioned it. It's a prison because we got to get free. We got to get free. Jesus came to the captives free and I'm here to set you free today. In order to get free from your critical spirit, sit down and think about the things that I criticize the most. Why do I do that? What is it in others that I hate the most? Because it's likely that the thing that you hate the most in others is because it's giving you a mirror into yourself or some part of yourself that you have not acknowledged. So look into that. Is it it a lack of authenticity that makes you critical of others? Why? And, And if authenticity is so important to you, why does the inauthenticity of others become such a big deal when it has nothing to do with you? Why would the actions, why would the life choices, why would the decisions made by others have such a drastic negative impact on your day to day? It's a critical spirit, especially when those decisions don't make a difference in your yesterday, today, tomorrow. They're not part of your household. They don't pay your bills. You don't pay their bills, but you're still mad. Something's wrong. Look into it. Let's be honest. Write a letter. Burn it up and put it in flames if you have to. In a safe place, please. Please do not light a letter on fire in your house and say that the Easy Breezy Life recommended that you set your house on fire. No. But what I'm saying is you might have to get some of those messages down on paper and figure out where it's coming from. The moral of today's message is that if you're struggling with a critical spirit, you're trying to control way more than you're capable of. You got to learn how to let people live their best life and their best life ain't your life. Maybe their best life is being a secretary. Maybe their best life is being a waitress, but you alpha woman, your best life is taking on the whole world and you're upset when your family members don't want those same things for themselves. Everybody gets determine, gets to determine what their best life is. If their best life is wearing a two piece at 370 pounds, hey. You don't like it? Don't look their way. If somebody's best life is hanging out with people that you don't necessarily vibe with, you don't got to hang out with them. But let them live their best life. Pointing out the flaws in people, places, and things is not excellence. It's annoying. And it makes us think you have too much free time. Because anybody who's really working on themselves and really trying to explore and live their best life has no time to criticize others. You're just too busy. And remember that Matthew 7, 2 says, For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So when you find yourself in criticism, when you find yourself in judgment, remember that you need grace and mercy just as much as the next person, because your righteousness in the eyes of God is just as filthy as everybody else's rags. And you really do get to keep that same energy you put out. Keep that same energy is probably the best line that came out in the past uh, year or so regarding people. We do. If we put out love, we get to keep that same energy. If we put out hate, we get to keep that same energy. You don't like the people who you're attracting? What are you permeating? How might we be able to change that? We got to change. Do you got to make amends with some folk? Do you have to apologize to change the energy? Then you have to try. Do we get it perfect all the time? No. But what God is looking for is sincere confession. Tell the truth now. You ain't got to tell me the truth, but tell your Lord the truth. Don't lie to Jesus. But I believe with sincere confession, a genuine request for grace from God, that we can and will overcome that critical spirit. Over time, the Holy Spirit will try to point out to you the ways in which you critique and possibly hurt and offend others. And we have a choice to make every day to get free from that critical spirit and stay free because there is getting your freedom from it and then making sure every single day that you can and strive to remain unscathed by the imperfections that are the reality of the world that we live in. Thank you so much for listening in today. I pray that today's message bless you. I pray that God grants us all the serenity to accept the things that we cannot change, the courage to change the things about us that we can, and the wisdom, wisdom to know the difference. God bless you. Have a wonderful, easy, breezy week.